What's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And it's Saturday, and it's it's been pretty pretty mellow. Um, there have been a couple releases that came out today and stuff that I've been able to uh, either get or at least have the chance to pick up. So it's been pretty good, pretty pretty relaxing day. Haven't had too much going on. Haven't really been able to go out and source for any product because a lot of things are either closed or uh, it's just not really, it really wasn't something I had time for this morning, but uh, it's overall been pretty good. Um, So today the Yeezy uh, Linen 350 V2s came out, which uh, it was a pretty nice colorway. I liked it, but it wasn't something I was wanting to spend 200 bucks on for myself, but I did go after the release to try and get a pair or two of some of the sizes I was trying to target and the thing was that they did a similar setup to what they did with the cinder reflectives that came out a couple weeks ago where something happened or something went wrong with the bot protection and they put the sale on hold and they did it a couple times so I ended up not paying too much attention to that I even closed some of the the things I was doing on, on my computer to try and pick up the shoes and only ran my other computer and then my iPad to try and pick them up. Where I'm usually running several computers and stuff to try and pick them up. So I ended up getting through on the iPad, but after I had gotten through, there had only been uh, sizes that I really wasn't trying to go after. And I did a little bit of quick research on eBay and StockX and really didn't like the results I was seeing. So I passed on those. And it may have been a quick 50 bucks. I'm not sure though. And like I've said, I don't live very close to where the Yeezy Supply uh, shoes ship out of because they ship out of California. So I usually get my shoes pretty late compared to everybody else. And then that kind of lends itself to me getting a little bit lower of a resale price than I'm seeing on eBay at the time of the sale anyways. So I just didn't really want to risk it or or just put out 220 bucks to make uh, 40 bucks. It just didn't seem something that I wanted to do at that point. So I passed on those, but there were a couple other releases that came out. Um, uh, a lot of collectible stuff has been doing well, and it's strange to me because collectibles, like you would think during a time where there's been a lot of uh, crisis uh, and different problems going on with you know, the way the coronavirus has impacted the nation, you would think that collectibles would take a major shift downwards and you know not be something that people are willing to invest in and I looked at the way football cards and basketball cards in particular have been reacting to this and it's been weird because they took an initial dip but then it seems like you know there some of the cards are going up again some of them are still going down it's a very weird looking kind of thing where some players still have a lot of value and some don't and that's due to the NBA season not going on right now and people kind of trying to save money. But all in all, the cards that were going, like a Luka card that was going for anywhere from like twelve to 1500 pre-coronavirus, they're still not doing too bad. And it's like, you know, you would expect that card. It, it really serves no purpose other than something to collect. You'd expect people to kind of save money and... and react in a little bit different way where they're trying to spend it on things that are more necessities than just luxuries but it hasn't been the case at all on ebay and that's something that's been kind of 
eye-opening to me is that I would have expected more things like you know, toothpaste or shampoos or stuff like that to be something people would be able to resell or want to resell and they would have to either go to their local grocery stores that sell them cheaper or something like that and find them but what's actually been the case is a lot of collectibles are still doing really well so I was able to go and find a couple of those um, I was running uh, a bot that I have for them and picked up a couple of things we'll see if I get cancellations or not uh, that's one of the things that happens a lot if you're buying a product and the company finds out that you were using a bot or you try and buy multiple products with the same credit card or send them to the same address it can it can cause the company to kind of question why is this person buying multiples of this this isn't something that somebody would really need multiples of so they must be a reseller or they're using a bot and then they'll cancel your orders so still waiting to see how those go but could make a little bit of money hopefully make you know a couple hundred bucks for this morning so I'll take that any day but that's kind of what's been going on and now I'm just kind of cruising and on my way up to my girlfriend's house to hang out a little bit for the night so not too bad of a day been pretty relaxing um, and I can't complain it's been it's been good being able to kind of take a breather for a moment and take a break from everything that's been going on so the thing I really wanted to talk to you about today is uh, one of the things about reselling that I typically uh, encounter as a new reseller so there are a lot of things that new resellers don't really know and that makes sense I mean you're new to the you're new to owning a business you're new to running something where you're making your own money and that kind of a thing and one of the biggest things that I think a lot of people don't understand is that keeping track of your numbers is probably half to more than half of your entire business and people would argue that's not true because your business is buying and selling but if you don't know your numbers you don't really know how well you're doing with the buying and selling of different products and you don't know how much you can buy based off of what you've made which is a problem because you can end up going into debt with your business and, and not even realizing it and that's something that for me I'm super I'm not always type A about everything there's a lot of things that I, I let go and don't really care about but when it comes to the numbers and things like that me having gone to school and dealing with a lot of numbers in college and that I kind of focus on that portion of things whenever it comes to something that involves a lot of numbers and data so from the get I had kind of made an Excel sheet that was it wasn't great but it was decent enough to kind of give me the numbers I needed to see how I was doing with the business and then over time I've built it out to where it's actually it's really it's pretty robust and it does a really good job of providing me with the numbers that I need to see where I am and where I'm headed based off of the sales I've been doing so that's something I want to talk about is knowing your numbers there's a lot of things that people don't realize that they need to keep track of um, and that is something that was kind of a shocker to me because like I said I mean I'm a numbers kind of person I enjoy kind of keeping track of things like that but most people aren't and it makes sense I mean nobody enjoys sitting down and typing a bunch of information into an Excel sheet or writing it down and doing a pen and paper calculation I mean nobody wants to do that but at the end of the day to be able to see your progress that is what I kind of want to show you and and talk about because that's what's gonna help you make more money in the long run 
once you're actually doing this, if you decide to do this at a, a larger scale, if you're not just trying to make a couple hundred bucks a month, if you actually want to make, you know, three to five grand a month where you need to be with your numbers. So that is something that I've learned how to kind of manage a little bit better over time. But I think a lot of people struggle with it because they've never really had to do it. And that was me included. I mean, all I was doing is keeping track of, you know, what I bought the item for, what I sold the item for and, and that kind of thing. But taking that and, and actually making that into something that you can keep track of is is going to be huge for your business so when you're starting your business you're going to have different things that you encounter for costs whether that be costs for uh, products costs for shipping supplies costs for uh, gas or mileage and and all that kind of stuff and what a lot of people don't realize is that if you're selling on ebay or Amazon or Mercari or anything, that is something that can be treated as taxable income. And there's a lot of different rules that go in with it. I am not a CPA, I'm not a tax professional, and I definitely would not take tax advice for myself if I were you. But I do know that if you're selling something to make a profit, you are technically supposed to pay tax on it. And whether or not you do, that's that's your prerogative. I'm not gonna tell you what to do with that. but. Regardless, um, you know, you're supposed to pay tax on that. And a lot of people have a hard time trying to figure out what their tax numbers are to give to their CPA or to do their self when they don't keep track properly of their numbers. And they find themselves kind of chasing their tail a bit because taxes are just such a pain. And when you don't have all the numbers you need, trying to go back and calculate everything that you've put out is, is really difficult at times. So. Um, you'd want to track things like, you know, your numbers from a how much you're buying and selling something for, how much fees were, um, you know, what the shipping costs were, and you'll you can add all those together and find out what your total profit on the item was. And you'd want to do that for everything you're selling. I mean, it's good to know what your buy cost was, what you sold it for. You want to know what your ROI on the item was, both. Um, both your ROI from like a percentage, how much you made back as a percent, and then what your actual what you actually profited on the item, but from a dollar amount. So, those are things that I like to track, and things that I think that people should always keep their eyes on because that helps you realize whether or not an item is truly profitable for you. If you're doing what I was doing and buying a lot of shoes from Ross, and you're seeing that your cost of goods is going up tremendously but your profit is not going up, there's a couple issues with that. And you could kind of start to pick through that and analyze why you're not making as much money. And so, you know, that could be anything from, for me it was that my sale velocity was pretty pretty low for shoes that I was trying to sell and that's because I was picking them up, realizing that they're gonna go for double the price that they're going at that point or maybe not that much but maybe I could make an extra 25 to 50 bucks on the shoe if I held out for two months rather than trying to sell it immediately and so I was doing that a lot and what I didn't realize is I was picking up a ton of items and not selling them as fast and so my capital went down significantly and my stock and items kind of went up and now I'm sitting there with you know 50 pairs of shoes two of them have sold so far they're all good shoes to resell, but maybe for me and where I was at that time, it wasn't a smart investment because 
you're you're kind of stuck with that product until it sells and you can't buy anything else so and then you end up finding yourself doing a lot of returns and stuff like that so it's good to kind of track that from the get so that you're not losing money or you don't have money tied up in in various goods that you can't spend somewhere else to make yourself more money you want to have a good balance of capital and a good balance of actual inventory because the inventory sells and that's what makes you more money but the capital allows you to buy things that make you money as well and so if you have too much of one or the other then you're not doing uh, you're not doing your business or yourself a good a service because what you're doing is you're limiting the amount that you can buy so let's say some of the some of the stuff that comes out you know whether it be a, a limited edition video game and let's say I find out about it early enough that I could buy 10 or 20 of them so if I can buy 20 of them and the profit on that video game is 50 bucks a game that's a thousand bucks and so if you have all of your money tied up in shoes you're not going to be able to do more than about you know one or two games worth of, of purchases you may only be able to buy one or two copies of that game and now you've limited yourself to only making a hundred bucks and maybe the profit on your total shoes that you have is a thousand bucks itself but if you'd have had more money set aside to be able to spend and go all in on that item you would have been able to make more money in the end because you're only potential profit in those shoes is a thousand dollars where if you only would have bought you know half of that many shoes you only would have made five hundred dollars on all the shoes you may have been able to buy more games and then make that extra thousand dollars on the side so now you're making fifteen hundred bucks rather than a thousand and so that's kind of the game you got to play and that's something you have to decide for yourself what ratio of capital to inventory you want to have and that you can't do that without tracking your numbers. The numbers are the, the, they are the foundation for the business. And a lot of people stress the importance of knowing your numbers and knowing your, what you're doing from a financial standpoint on the business, rather than just kind of going on a whim with different things. And a lot of people, they'll start out and they won't track their numbers or they won't keep up with it very well. And they find that it's hard to go and do you know different analysis on their business find out different ways to make money because they can't go back and refer to you know the different sales that they've done before and see what was working and what wasn't so that would just be something I stress to you I mean the numbers are are almost everything outside of your basic buying and selling that you're doing in your business the other things you want to track are different costs and expenses and that's just good for tax purposes so whenever you go to your CPA and turning your tax stuff, they may ask you for various things that you, different costs that you incurred over the years or over the year previous. And so when I did my taxes, I needed to go back and I needed to check what my mileage was and I needed to track a, a bunch of different things with that. I had to write down all the different start and end mileages, my trips and the purposes of them and, and a bunch of things that you can find on the IRS website and I encourage you to do that but knowing what you need to track is pretty important for tax season because the last thing you want to do is head into April 2021 and have no idea what your mileage was on your vehicle or have no idea what different costs you incurred whenever you um, whenever you purchase some business expenses um, let's say you buy like a bunch of shipping tape like that may be something that you would like to keep track of for business expenses um, and so you want to be able to mark those things down because 
that helps you and saves you a lot of time in the end whenever you're actually doing your uh, your taxes and things like that whenever you have a CPA doing those for you but um, you know the other thing with it, knowing knowing the number side of things is it's just it's kind of encouraging I don't think a lot of people realize that I mean it's good to know that you made 50 bucks on an item it's good to know that you sold an item and made ten dollars a profit but it's not it's kind of something that um, you know you can't see the whole without all the individual pieces so you may know that you've made a few sales here and a few sales there and you may know what your profit on those sales are but you may be forgetting about other things and so if you don't have a way to go back and look and say you know here's what I'm looking at for the year what I've made for the year and everything here's what I here's what I'm projecting that I will be able to make based off of my current sales velocity and the amount that I've been selling that kind of stuff's encouraging you know you may not be able to keep up with it just because you lose a little bit of of passion for actually making the money and that's something that a lot of people struggle with and a lot of people once they actually hit their goal they kind of struggle with finding you know well now what like I hit the goal that I wanted to do I haven't thought about anything else past this and now I don't know what what else I want to do and they kind of struggle with that but having a way to kind of constantly refer to your numbers and look and say you know here's my goal here's how close I am to achieving it and you know you can even say wow I've been I've accomplished or you know I'm 75% of the way to my goal for the year and it's April what do I do you can set a new goal and kind of revamp and reanalyze what you want to do with your business that a lot of people don't get the opportunity to do without being able to look at their numbers and look at the way that they are performing from a, a financial point on their business um, you know it's just very good <laughs> I don't I don't want to just be somebody out of soapbox just going on about numbers because it's kind of boring and monotonous but at the same time I get like a good sense of of accomplishment when I get to see you know you made X amount of dollars for the month or you've made 110 sales and you know this month's been really good for me I made 110 sales and my previous month's record had been 101 sales so and it's only April 18th so like that's something that's encouraging to me and makes me want to go out there and do it more and that is something that pushes a lot of people being able to see the little goals that they set for themselves and accomplish those that's something that can propel you to do much bigger and better things with your business and, and just overall in general with your life. So I, I kind of guess I'll, I'll just wrap it up and say I encourage you to, to track everything. If you need any help tracking what you're doing with your business, you can reach out to me. I have a pretty, a pretty good spreadsheet that is, is very complicated and confusing and I would never give it to, I would never give it to somebody who's never used Excel, but if you have questions and stuff like that or just need something, I can make something up pretty quick and just send it over to you. Um, because it's Excel something I enjoy doing anyways so it's pretty easy for me to come up with something that could help somebody out so that being said uh, I'm gonna go I think I'm gonna kind of wrap up this podcast on numbers for the day but if you have any questions or anything just reach out to me on Instagram find me on Twitter I'd be happy to help you with whatever I can but for now have a good rest of your weekend kind of stay safe and hang out with family hang out with friends and just keep yourselves uh, doing 
doing the things that keep you going during this time when you're stuck inside. But you guys have a good one, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Peace.